limited context I brought to decision-making. My teams had always been highly committed to achieving our goals, and I realized this was one of the reasons. Before finalizing major decisions, I had already considered the impact of the decision on my teams and usually had consulted them. Most interesting, I noticed my director began to make me his informal sounding board on decisions affecting our business unit— asking about what impact I thought the decisions would have and how the decisions would be received by employees as well as the internal customers we served. I also realized that the way to gain acceptance for recommendations that were different from what management would usually decide was to present the recommendations in business terms. In this case, I had included the corporate investment in training the individual, the value he had brought to the company over the years, and the projected value of his future contributions to the company. I made certain to acknowledge the potential risks and included what we would do to minimize the impact of the risks. After that, as I traveled around the company, I made a point of meeting and getting to know women managers. I observed them in meetings and followed their careers. I noticed that the highest-level women were hungry to discuss their leadership styles and how they were dealing with the challenges of being women leaders in a predominantly male environment, both to exchange information and to gain affirmation for their styles. So began my journey of studying how women lead, how women overcome their challenges, and what women have to do to assume their place in the top echelons of business leadership. Fast forward to today. Four decades later, it is a new world for women in business. Women moved into business at an unprecedented rate over the last 40 years, and by 2010 represented almost half the talent pool available to the United States and other economies. Their credentials surpass those of the men. After years of lagging men in education, women now have surpassed them in educational achievement— earning 52% of all bachelor's degrees and 60% of all master's degrees, and are more likely than men to graduate with honors at both the undergraduate and graduate level. The transformation of the face of business is particularly evident in the movement of women into leadership positions. Over half, 51%, of all managerial and professional positions are held by women more than triple what the rate was back when Sharon started in corporate America. Women are moving into the levels of leadership where they influence strategy and drive organizational direction. The number of women corporate officers nearly doubled between 1995 and 2011, and women's presence on corporate boards grew to almost 16% in 2011. For the first time in history, we are seeing women in corner offices, on boards of directors, in command of military units, holding high elected offices, on the floor of legislatures, and owning large businesses. Women are no longer as likely to face the challenge of being the first woman or the only woman. There are now role models from whom women can learn the way women manage and discover what works and what doesn't. The movement of women into the workforce is having a tremendous economic impact. McKinsey & Company, an international business consulting firm that has been a leader in focusing on the value of women in the labor force, estimates that America's gross domestic product, or GDP, is about 25% higher than it would have been without the influx of women.
We now have solid studies that prove that corporations with women in leadership positions are surpassing other companies in profitability. In the last few years, headlines around the world have proclaimed the impact of women in leadership on corporate results. Link between women and corporate profitability, gender performance, a corporate performance driver, and firms with more women in charge faring better in economic crisis. For the first time in history, there is research showing that companies with more women in high-level positions report better financial performance than those with fewer women at these levels. The results are astounding. Pepperdine University researchers found that the 25 Fortune 500 firms with the best record of promoting women to senior positions are as much as 69% more profitable than the median Fortune 500 companies in their industries. Statistics critical to success on Wall Street. Catalyst, a nonprofit organization.